Hey, welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to help you fall asleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is put aside your racing thoughts, your worries, your fears, whatever. Get in bed, close your eyes and press play. And I'm going to take you off into dreamland. If you like what you hear on Sleep With Me podcast, spread the word and let someone know about it. That Maybe you'll help them help me, help them fall asleep or something like that. But yeah, let someone know. For those of you that already have, thank you so much. And those of you that listen that have no friends or enemies and you live in an igloo or total isolation, believe me, I know, I know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I can relate, I've been there, I'm there, you know. Let's, let's not reveal too much about me, but yeah. You know, thanks for listening. You don't even have to spread the word. If you're a non-word spreader, thanks for just being here and listening, and I hope I help you fall asleep tonight. We're back with another episode of Get Besos, the tale of Richard Warren Sears and James Cashpenny's escape from purgatory and return to Earth in a quest for vengeance against Jeff Bissos founder of Amazon.com, and the man they feel ruined their retail legacies. Older episodes can be found at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash getbesos, G-E-T-B-E-S-O-S. I've only done this about 6,000 times, and I can't spell, or I can't spell, jeepers, creepers. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have a little housekeeping to do. A, uh, a, a update, good news, one of our listeners... Steph, a.k.a. Hacked a Bits, that we were talking about a couple episodes ago, who was in the hospital and who took the time to write us a review even though you were in the hospital. Jeez. What what manners. What good manners. I, I wish I had manners like that, but uh, Steph is no longer in the hospital, and she's doing well. She's also a sixth-grade English teacher, so cheers to Steph for that. And if anybody wants to know uh, Steph's confidential medical information, it turns out she was having um, wing implants, and she got a staph infection when she was having wing implants. Or maybe it was a vestigial tail, something strange, but it was like an infection related to that. So uh, cheers to Steph. Uh, Your English class is going to be in for it with those. I guess it would be distracting for wings or a tail. So maybe not. Maybe that's not a good idea. So, but thank you, Steph, and we're glad to hear you're well, even though that would be a vanity operation. But no, in all seriousness, Steph, um, cut it out with the uh, appendages or whatever. We'll cut that or we won't. But, yeah, thanks, Steph. We have a couple, I have a couple more thank yous to go out. Just give me a second here. MF81983 in Ireland for a review. Hopefully that stands for Mary Francis and not. Look, we thanked Sambo Lambo. I love you, cheesecake. Hi, Kevin. And Tabor Eight Man. Thank you all from the U.S. of A. for your reviews. And Tabor Eight Man had a little request, and I, all I can tell you is I've already started working on our next series. And Tabor Eight Man, or Tabor Eight Tabor Eight Man, or however you say your username. I think you're going to be pleasantly, pleasantly surprised with what our new series is going to be, and that'll happen after the conclusion of Get Besos. 
uh, at some point in the future. So thank you all for taking the time to review us on iTunes. And if you've taken the time to review us on iTunes, make sure to shoot me an email at, uh, I should know the email, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com or dearscooter at sleepwithmepodcast.com or on Twitter at dearscooter. So I can shoot you a link for our super secret episode, which it should just be a super weird episode. But uh, just send me a link or an email so I can, uh, my way of saying thank you for help helping me help you help other people or something like that. But no, seriously, thanks for taking some time out and reviewing us because it does help us find new listeners. If, if this pack is helping you fall asleep, it's going to help other people fall asleep, I hope. So thanks a lot. All right, let's get back to the boredom. When we last left off, R.W. and Jeff Bissos were at a hot youth hostel, and it looked like R.W. had some kind of run-in with uh, Satan, possibly. But again, that's not. But let's see where we pick up tonight, because it might not be the same place on another episode of Get Vessels. Yeah. Tonight's episode opens in the executive parking lot of the Amazon.com headquarters. And unlike certain corporate headquarters, this Amazon.com headquarters, you're looking at a lot of Hondas, a lot of Nissan Leafs. You're going to see some luxury sedans, but more likely you're going to see minivans. And, of course, you know, the flashier people, they're driving and I can't say flashy in a negative way, because if I had the scratch, I would definitely be buying one of those Tesla sport sedans. I don't even have Model S or whatever. You're not seeing the, as many Beamers and such. But it's, I guess it's not important. Not important, again. <laughs> Going off on a tangent a little, our cars are in the parking lot. Nice cars. And all of a sudden, this portal opens, and who spills through the portal? But James Cash Penny. Man, we've been missing for an episode. And he tumbles onto the parking lot. He's fully clothed, so this isn't like a, a Terminator portal. It's just an you know, these are these aren't portals between time, they're portals between I I don't know. We we gotta get one of those um mega scientists on here. But anyway, he spills into the parking lot. It just happens his timing is awful. Because as he spills into the parking lot, who there's a group of people in the executive parking lot. And they're pissed off, and it, they're pissed off because it's the inner circle. Jeff Bissos is in a cir- inner circle, and they were all gathered around, and they got their trope boxes after you've been fired from a job with their goldfish and their pictures of their family. And, of course, because it's a tech company, they got their vinyl toys and their Star Wars collectibles and their 20-sided dice and all that stuff. No judging. I'm just saying... The facts are the facts. Jeff spills out pretty much into the middle of these people. And as soon as they see him, they're like, you, it's you, it's you, that kind of stuff. And this one person stands up and gets right in uh, James's face. He's like, you, you, you fucked us, man. And James is kind of there like, whoa, he's still, I mean, he just, I mean, we were gone for an episode and we've actually been gone for a few days maybe even a week since that episode aired. But to James, it's only been a few seconds since he was just playing truth or dare with death. So he's disoriented, and he's trying to get his bearings, and these people are yelling at him. He's like, hey, whoa, whoa. 
Hey guys, what? Whoa, whoa! Yo, you ruined us, man! What are you doing? Oh, you got everybody, everybody, calm down! Everybody, calm down! Who, who, who? Where am I? We're in the parking lot, the executive parking lot of Amazon.com. The company that we hate now. Uh, whoa, whoa, okay. And who are you people? You don't remember us? We just hazed you. In the haunted house? Remember the big test where we pretended we were secret? I was one of the secret agents. My name's Luke. Oh, hey guys. Okay, okay. Uh, what? You seem upset. Uh, whew. If you, if you wouldn't be upset if you knew, if you people knew, knew where you've been. We don't care where you've been, man. Do you realize we've all been fired? Only thing we had, we didn't even have any cash. We had no cash money. All our money was in the stock of stocks in the toilet. We got fired. We don't even get a severance pants. We're fired under due firing thing. Fired with cause, they think they call it. I don't even know. We, we lost our security badges. Unlimited soda. No. We don't even have access to our unlimited soda. You realize how I feel? My brain. I, I'm used to like 12 Dr. Peppers. And she used to drink 14 Diet Cokes. We're... we're She's she's weeping and driving in the corner over there because she's going through Diet Coke withdrawal. Okay, guys, everybody just calm down. Everybody calm down. I see you're going through soda withdrawal. Uh, Everybody calm. I I don't... Okay, the hazing I remember at the haunted house. Okay, the testing, that was with the whole thing where you had us locked in the rooms. Okay, Okay, so you guys are... You were work for Jeff Bezos, right? And why are you mad at me? You you got, you seem like you're one of the, you're almost like an unruly mob. And to be honest, you're not as intimidating because I just left an unruly mob that was seriously. You could go into a prison. You wouldn't find people as hard as these people. These are the hardest. Anyway, you get. Why don't you tell me why you guys are all so upset? Don't play dumb with us, Cash. You know exactly why we're upset. No, actually, I don't. I don't. But how, how could you not know? It's been all over. Have you, you, you ruined us. You, you and your buddy ruined. I don't know what you did to Jif. What did you do? What did you guys do to him? Did you get brainwash him or something? They say all of us. We're never. None of us are ever going to be able to get jobs again. They say we're in some cult, the Blackfish Cult. They're calling it, and that there's some leader called the uh, Goldfish King or something, and we're this call, we were this corporate. They were saying it was like some corporate inner circle that got too inner and too insular, and they're using stuff like group group think, and that Jif was our, like, charismatic, and he talked. They say he dresses like a woman with a babushka, and he's leading us down a path of environmental extremism, and and that the company was just a cover for some... They're calling us communists, everything. We're ruined. We'll never work again. The stock's in the toilet. We got, we're worthless. I got kids. I, I got a wife and kids. And and and, and they were going to Montessori school. And, man. Okay, calm down. Okay, so... Uh, so Jif dresses like a, a, babush, a babushka woman? Is it... I remember, a babushka woman, eh? No, uh... What did you guys do to him? They got pictures of him, and they said he he assaulted the Coast Guard. There's, they want felony arrest. They're saying he's an eco terrorist. Why? Why? Why would you destroy Jeff? He was 
He was a good man. All the CEOs, he was the best. He wasn't the flashiest. He wasn't the... He wasn't Steve, and he, but he wasn't Bill. He wasn't the cutthroat. And he's, all, he's, all, he's outlasted everyone. And now you guys come out of nowhere with your algorithms from this dead Darian guy. Darren, his name was Darren. And then all of a sudden Jeff's ruined. And we're ruined with him because... And, and I don't know whether I feel bad for myself or Jeff or, or all of us. We're, we're screwed. Why did you you're we if I wasn't a coward I would kill you. And then there's this guy kinda off to the back, one of the inner circle, and he kinda steps forward and he takes a big hawks a big loogie and spits it at James's feet. And then he turns and he looks at all the inner circle and he goes, Because I thought I, I dreamed this guy's but this guy here, him and his buddy were out to get Jeff. Like I remember I was listening when we were interviewing them, and they, they were mut- they were both kind of muttering to themselves different stuff, and they kept that guy, the other guy, the grouchy guy, he was like, uh, gonna talking about getting Jeff, and that's I think that's why he wanted to talk to Jake George Packer, and I'm George Packer might be involved in this also, but I think they were out to get Jeff and destroy him. They would be jealous. We should we should we should take this guy. We should we should we should we should. Let's poke him with, let's poke him with paper clips. See who's got paper clips in them. I, I got paper clips in my box. Yeah, we're gonna poke you with paper clips, buddy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, you yeah. got. Listen, I'm not out to get anybody. Yeah, you are. You're a jerk. I, I wasn't out to get. Jeff. Okay. Guys, listen. All I can tell you is I'm sorry. This this was un. You guys were un. So you were out to get you. That told you this guy's no good. You were out to get Jeff, weren't you? I was not out to get Jeff. And any getting of Pesos. Ooh, golden rule, golden rule. I'm gonna make things right with you guys. Ah, uh, yeah. You you try to get our ball. You you're you're an evil man. You you. You guys just came out of nowhere. It's like you came out of hell. Son of a bitch. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy with the pejorative language, man. Okay? It's offensive to everybody. I'm going to make things right. I- I'm going to get all your info. And I will get you all sodas. And whatever. What was the other stuff you needed? Some stock. You need your stock prices. Hmm. Oh, and Mana, Mana, Montezuma School. I'm going to make things... You're not going to make things right. Come on, guys. Let's go down to the local coffee shop that serves craft beer. And let's drink ourselves to drink a beer together, all of us. And forget this guy, jerk off. One day, Mr. Cash, you're going to pay for what you've done. Can't just get Bissos, man. You can't just you can't just crush a man and his dreams and the people that were close to him. It's wrong. What you did was wrong. Do unto others is gonna be done unto you. Oh, okay, guys. I'm so, and then the, all the people they just walk off. Cash is a little bit shaken. And he goes, "Excuse me, before you go, uh, can I? J- you know Angela Bessos? Do you know any? Is she? Oh, you." 
God damn. And the guy reaches back with he's going to punch. He said, whoa, 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 don't punch me. What, what, what do you mean? Well, you, you, you son of a, you know damn well where she is. She's in there. She's the one that fired all of us. She did a stock swap. She took over the company. And she said she's taking it non-profit. You piece of garbage with you. What? Is that your bride in that? Why'd you go in there and run along to Angela, you son of a gun? Ugh. So James is like stunned. and Oof, man. Did not see that coming. Damn portals from hell. They come out at the wrong place at the wrong time. And then and he goes through another portal, which is the front door to Amazon. And security's waiting there. And But they they seem to be expecting him, probably because they have cameras in the parking lot. Oh, Mr. Ibex, Mr. Ibex, come right in. Uh, we're expecting you. Were those, that riffraff bothering you all out there? Because we could have him shot and killed all the... Oh, no, no, no. No, uh, is, uh, I'm here to see uh, Miss Bessos. Ah, uh, yes, uh, Miss Bessos is waiting for you upstairs in the... Uh, the executive conference room. Just take the uh, express elevator right there, sir. It's good to see you, Mr. Ibex. Can I, is it all right if I call you Cash, Mr. Ibex? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, sorry, I'm distracted with this whole riffraff thing. So he gets on the elevator. He goes up, gets off the elevator at the floor. Since it's an express elevator, he knows he just has to get off when it stops and the door opens. It's a bonus of... Being able to afford express elevators is not having to pay as strict attention. Elevators, not everybody, I mean, you might think, hey, I, I know how to ride an elevator. And, but don't don't be so judgmental sometimes. Like, not everyone is paying attention when they're riding the elevator. That's why there's all the dinging. And there used to be elevator operators. Is that if you're, you know, a muckety-muck... Is that is a muckety-muck a good thing? Like a fancy pants? You don't want to have to ride the elevator back down another floor. So, yeah, don't judge people. There's a lot of fail-safes built in elevators, but this one you don't need one because it just goes up to the floor, one floor only, executive floor. And James gets off, and the doors to the executive conference are warmer open. He goes in, and who's standing there? But Angela Bissos. And I've used words to describe her before, like resplendent and resplendent. <laughs> I, uh, I don't even know what other words. Like when she used resplendent, is there another word? It's kind of, I kind of messed up because I should have saved resplendent for right now. Ooh, I had one. I had a word, but it, it just escaped me. Transcendent? That's, whoa, that's a dangerous word. I can't really look. Transcendence more of a state. Resplendent is pretty tough to beat. But I'll, I'll think one. I might have to pause the podcast. And I swear I won't look, look it up on uh, a dictionary.com or anything. Boom. I got it. Well, right after I hit. She looks breathtaking. Even though she's just in a, she's just in a, a regular dark business suit. But she looks breathtaking. She's got her hair up in a, 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 a beautiful ponytail. She turns. She looks at him. She's a poised, poised woman with her perfect ponytail. She gives him a look. James freezes. And they lock eyes for a second. 
and then the corners of her mouth turn. One of those smiles that's like playful, happy, and like your anticipation of something has just paid off. That smile. And it captures James is just, he's already, she's breathtaking, so he's breathless. His breath has been taken. And the smile just, he said, hey, 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 hello, James. So good to see you. Hey, Miss Bessos, are you okay? Where have you been? Have, have a seat. Close the door. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, James falls into a seat, and he doesn't realize how much he's been through. And between hell and then this incident in the parking lot, and then having his breath taken away by this beautiful woman, her smile. Let me get you, let me get you a glass of water. So she gives him some water, and James chugs it down. He takes a breath. Man, kind of sinks into the seat, deep, deep into the seat. It's almost like he's going to float off in his sleep, and then he steals himself, shakes his head. Let me get another one of those waters, Miss Bessos. Angela, James, it's Angela. Where, what, James, are you ready to tell me what happened to you? After you, with the helicopter in my ear and all that? Angela, Angela. I, I, honestly, I need I need your help. Well, anything, James. Anything. You, you, well, we could talk about me later. What What do you need? What 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 do you need? Okay. You, you know this is gonna sound weird. A lot of this stuff is weird, and you probably already knew that since you had a woman in your ear. But I gotta get I gotta get a hold of God. I need to get in touch with God or someone that can get me in touch with God. And I don't mean that in a figurative way or a metaphorical way. Like, I mean it in get that dude on the horn way or give me a direct line, uh, operator, connect me to God way. I need to speak with God or someone that speaks with him. Well, James, um, it's out of my pay grade. I shouldn't be trying to be funny right now. I, uh, that brings up so many questions I don't even know what to say because that's the kind of thing that... This isn't the kind of thing that's... I mean, this is a serious situation, but even now it's hard to discuss God and 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 making it concrete like that and get God on the phone. Okay. What, what do you? What would you? What do you need to get get a hold of God about? Let's start there. What What do you need to talk to God about? Wow, Angela. Uh, whew, if you're not gonna buy that God stuff, it's like. Um, so, when I went through into your ear, I don't know. I don't remember because it's been a crazy couple days here, but that was a portal to hell, and I went through there with Hans Zimmer Gorbelli. That that was a guy I shoved through. I don't know. If, you probably couldn't see it. I don't know. How is your peripheral vision? It's very good, James. So, yeah, I could see Mother Nature's legs when she was in my ear and in her knees. 
So I've got pretty good peripheral vision. Well, so yeah, we went into your ear. We got Mother Nature. Did Mother Nature get out? She got out. She's James. Tell me. Go ahead. Tell me. But so me and Gorbelli go, we went into hell through the rift to hell in your ear. Obviously, that goes to hell if it's rift to hell. We saw some stuff down there. Oh, James, I bet. So hell is... But we saw some stuff that just wasn't disturbing. I know what you're talking about, Angela, about this God thing, but there's got... I talked to some people down there. There's just some disturbing stuff going on. I mean, besides the whole health thing, like there's this whole employment thing going on besides the people that are just in hell. I promised them I'd get them. They gave me a list of demands. Okay, James. Oh, go ahead, finish. I'm sorry. I, I jumped the gun. Yeah, I've got a list of demands of stuff they need from God. And they. it's not just the demands. I mean... It's making me question this whole Judeo-Christian take on hell. I mean, call me Dante Alighieri, but I don't, I don't follow you, James. Well, you leave your John Milton at the door. I, I don't know what I'm talking about, Angela. I think I've lost my mind. I'm making, but. I gotta get. I to, I promised these people I'd get in touch with them, and they have Hans Zimmer Gorbelli kind of as a hostage down there. And I don't trust the guy, but as much as I don't trust him, I can't leave him as a hell hostage to people that aren't. I mean, there's definitely the level of complications that I've gotten myself into, and this all started with I, honestly, Angela. I was trying to be a good friend. I was. Uh, oh man. I don't know. And have you heard? Where, where's Jeff? Where's Jiff and, and R.W.? Okay, James. James, let's just take one thing at a time, okay? J- Jiff and R.W., we'll, we'll get to that. W- w- what do you mean we'll get to it? I mean, R.W.'s my best. Is he okay? Well, we don't know. There was a helicopter crash. But the re- news reports are coming. I th- there was someone that called. I think we're going to find them, okay? Now, this hell thing... So there's workers in hell. And how did you, like, what would you have done if you, what if, how did you defend it? Because I remember Jif couldn't see. Like, I, you know, it was hard for me to hear, even though I have good, good peripheral vision. My hearing was off having a, a demigod in my ear. So how, how did you, what would you have done if the devil came after you or anything down there? I mean, this whole thing makes me so freaked out. Well, okay. Well, let me take it. I got this bag here, this little backpack. Okay, so look at this. Oh, James. And James pulls out the Biden. It's a, and it's a for a little devil. So it doesn't look... I guess I haven't I haven't done the Biden justice before, but it kind of looks like an oversized, bright red, very, very well-made barbecue fork. But it's like almost like reddish, iridescent red. Badass. I mean... I would love to get my hands on a Biden like this. But so James showing it to her. Ooh, James, what's that? This is a Biden from hell. And I, I like the little devils. There's these little devils in hell. And they torture people with these. Oh, James. So they can poke and it, it makes shocks. It just causes a lot of pain. You can stick people or poke people or you can open up rifts to hell, I guess. I don't know the, the magic words to do that, but it does stuff. Oh, can I hold on to it? I'm scared. Like, I could, what if the devil bursts through? Could I poke him? 
poke them good. You could here, yeah, go ahead and hold them. And then I have this here. Oh, it's a mixed piggy lunchbox. That was that was when I first fell for you. I mean, yeah, that's a Miss Piggy. Oh yeah, it's a Miss Piggy lunch. Yeah, this Miss Piggy lunchbox is uh, full of uh, slush from the gluttony part of hell. That's where the gluttons live in the slush, and it causes them to be blind and impedes movement and stuff. So I have that in case I need to throw it on anything and blind them or slow them down or anything. Oh. What can I? I used to have a, a Miss Piggy lunchbox. Can I get? Let me get a good look at that thing. You know, I do a Miss Piggy. Hiya. Um, let's see. I used to have a, a down. Uh, oh, that was a ten. And it's a frog. A frog. I don't. I don't know, James. I'm sorry. It's probably not the right time for me to be doing my Miss Hiya Piggy imitation. Can it, frog? Something like that. I don't know, but I know it's not perfect. But and 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 then what's that horn? Well, this is the horn of Jethro. This is the most powerful weapon, I think. If you blow it, it sends some kind of. Well, I don't know if it's sonic energy or heavenly energy or something, but it vaporizes any of Hell's minions out of existence. I, I guess. Okay, I used to play French horn. I don't know if I ever told you that. We've never been on a proper date. That's the kind of thing we would talk about on a date. But can I see that? So this is a f the Horn of Jethro. Ooh, I feel powerful just holding it. And then I've got my Miss Piggy lunch. I'm ready for a little hex hell expedition. Expedition. Expedition, James. That's where you just came. Angel, you're taking this a little lightly. I need to find RW. I need to get a hold of God. And I need to make things right with the people that used to work here. They said you something about you taking the company over and making it a nonprofit, and Jeff dressing in a babushka. And is R R that sounds like RW. So is that how is RW? Uh, I just feel like things have gotten way out of hand. And also with you, Angela, uh, maybe 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 we should talk now. I mean. I shouldn't, you, I shouldn't have got you involved. And then she just looks at him. She's got these doe eyes going. She said, James, stop. She said, James, James, you saved me from from that rift from hell. They were going to pull me into hell, weren't they? And keep me captive or something. You're my hero. And even before that, I felt something between us and I kind of know that we were talking and you're saying that you're a liar and you're from purgatory. But I think I'm falling in love with you, or I have already. And, I mean, I, know, I can tell there's something here, right? <sighs> Angela, yeah. Um, I don't, I mean... This is just a bad situation that we're in. And we should have never been in this situation. I don't know what's going on between us, but I'm not even, I don't even know, I, I don't know what to say. I, I, I feel something for you too. But even saying that's wrong because it's just not, nothing, we're, nothing's going to happen between, James, James, 
what we have right talk about the golden rule James what about the golden rule for me do unto others as you want them to do unto you she leans in for a kiss long deep kiss a kind of kiss that's fed by the tension both of them are feeling the desperation and the latent passion sexual energy they're both feeling for each other and that's released in this kiss this deep deep kiss tongue there's tongue and there's hair you know the hand on the back of the neck thing and and the leaning of the back leaning back so the kiss goes on for a minute and it's a deep passionate kiss and there's starts to border on heavy petting with sighs and neck kisses and nuzzling like a couple good nuzzles James Cash is a nuzzler back in I don't even know if they had heavy petting like what year I think that was probably invented in either the 20s or the 50s but yeah they're getting some heavy petting on some necking I think it was called in, at one period making out so it's getting it's, it's getting to the point I mean it's one of those kisses Oof. you know what I'm saying you know what I'm talking about where they don't even know I mean they're one step away from sweeping everything off the desk and making sweet love to each other and then and then they they just stop but not stop because the stop because the moment has come to its conclusion, and they both have that feeling inside that combination of queasy panic and sexual excitement, butterflies floating around in their tummies. And Angela wipes some of the wipes off some of her lips. Whew. James, wow, that seals the deal for me oh yeah yeah oh you're quite a asbestos you're quite a kisser well James I was trying to get to something with the the golden rule between you and me thing because I think I have I think I have some solutions to some of the problems you're talking about and to be honest since we first met out at that overlook I haven't been able to get you out of my mind. And I, I've had, I have a lot, I'm a person with a lot of my mind to begin with. And I, at first I was like, you're just a distraction. He's just, you know, I, I figured you were a player, which I, I can see you are. But this, I know this is something different for you too. And we're kind of st stuck in this kind of tragic love thing. You're not technically human, but you're not a god or a demigod. And I'm just a a woman, a normal well, I'm not there's nothing normal about me, but I'm just a human being. I haven't experienced crossing over to death and the escape from death that you've experienced. And then the trips you know, well, everything, James. Everything that's you've been up to, but Oh, what am I getting at? This whole thing about getting in touch with God and and all that stuff. I think I think I've come up with a plan and James, you're going to have to trust me. 
can you trust me? Angela, my head is spinning. I, I, I think I can trust you because I, I suddenly feel like this is one of those moments. I don't know if it's a passion or I don't know that something like our love can wash over all these events and a wave crashing over these problems and together they won't be able to hold us back there's no seawall we can together we'll go yeah what's your plan because I'm down two of us will go get a hold of God we'll go down to hell we'll make things right we'll get Mr. Gorbelli out of there yeah we'll go down to hell together we'll we'll find Jif we'll find RW we'll fix all that we'll we'll, we'll figure out the babushka cross-dressing thing and I can figure out the employees. I mean, I, I, you got to tell me more about this nonprofit, but it sounds like I know you're a good woman, Angela. There's one thing I know. One thing I trust is my, my judgment in people. I mean, my judgment is never steered. Well, my judgment. Wait, wait, Angela, yeah, I love you. Okay, James. Well, the first problem, the first problem I kind of see is this whole, uh, purgatory escape thing because you have a man's body but you're not really human so it's some sort of illusion going on or some I I, I can't tell I mean we could cut you open and see if you bleed or if you die but I'd just rather make you into a man again and I, I, I realize that that's kind of playing God and I'm just a human and that got me thinking of what to do and now that I have, you know, we have these these things, this horn. I was thinking about this horn. You said it, 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 uh, so with this horn, I, I was thinking, let's go into my office because I think I, I, can, I think we can, I have an idea about this horn and this bident. And I'll just put this all, I'll take this backpack. Come on, James. So they go through, they go down the hall, they go through her waiting room and, and through, They go down the hall. They go into they go into Angela's office, and she actually has a real big office. It's got a a greeting room with a, a desk for a receptionist and some waiting waiting chairs to wait in, and then a secretary's office, and then they get to her door, and James notices it's a. Uh, well, how how would you keep? And they get to they get to in the secretary's office right before the doors into Angela's office, are two very well armed men. Probably from that um, that what was that military contract? I think that might have been called Blackfish. I know it's called something else, but let's say they're from Blackfish, the military subcontractor. They got some M sixteen type guns in there. Big, big, six foot four dudes, quiet, full body armor. Good afternoon, Miss Pesos. Good afternoon, boys. No one's been in my office, right? No, ma'am. Uh, no one in, no one out, just like you said. All right, well, excuse us. This is my friend, Mr. Ibex, Larry Ibex. Good afternoon, Mr. Ibex. And they open the door to the office, and Angela closes it behind them. So they go, they go into Angela's 
office and she closes the door. She locks it. She goes, so, so James, you really trust me? Do you, you really, you got to trust me. I have a, I have a plan here, and I think this horn of Jericho is going to be the key. Let's go in the bathroom. Ooh, Angela, um, I got a full bathroom in there, full, full and a half bath or whatever, one and a half baths, in case I, for when I spend time at work. Well, well Angela, I'm not a, well, we, we, I thought we were going to talk. No, no, James, don't worry. You're not going to watch me go to the bathroom or anything strange like that. Just come on in here. And they go in the bathroom, and there's a bathtub, uh, full bath, full bath, you know, with a curtain, vanity, real nice bathroom, a couple sinks, toilet, probably one of those new fancy toilets, bidet combo, analyzes your bathroom stuff. And Angela says, okay, James, are you ready? She pulls back the curtain for the full bath. And hanging from the ceiling by handcuffs, leg shackles, is Mother Nature. And directly below her is a tub filled with what one could only assume is a herbicide. And Mother Nature's kind of passed out. And Angela reaches back and slaps her. And Mother Nature comes, you know, Mother Nature's gagged and she's shaking. And she, it looks like she's been... She's been beaten up a bit, and and she she looks like she's in rough shape. And Angela looks at her, and James is sh- what, what what is it? M- Mother Nature? It, it wasn't Mother Nature's fault, Angela. M- Mother Nature wasn't having anything to do with being in her ear. I'm sorry. I don't. I, oh man, we never stayed back to make this clear. It's there was nothing bad about Mother Nature. I thought. Actually, you should have known that because you were there. But remember that de- Mother Nature was trying to fix your ear, and then she fell in. She wasn't trying to. James, I know. I know. I, I have a much higher IQ than you. I know that Mother Nature fell into my ear. But I also know another thing, Mother Nature. I got this thing. It's called the Horn of Jethro. Probably some saint or did some battle in the Old Testament, I believe, with uh Satan's minions or such, some such. It uh it's been known to destroy Satan's minions, and I was just curious if I if I aimed it at you, what would happen? I, I know you don't work for Satan, but you're kind of like a neutral, semi neutral earth goddess or something. Would this if I blew it in here at you, would I she lifts the horn to her lips and Mother Nature's kinda starts struggling because I I'm not sure if Mother Nature knows she's gagged, so I don't know if she knows that the horn will get her or not. And Angela goes, oh, well, maybe I'll wait. And if she pulls the Biden out of her backpack. And James is like, what are you, Angela, what are you doing? Don't worry, James. I asked you if you could trust me. Why don't you just sit on the vanity and watch? Well, I can't, I can't. This seems like it's wrong, Angela. James, sit the fuck down. Now, Mother Nature, she runs the, Biden across some of the tiles on the wall. Tick, 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 tick. And then she goes, touches the herbicide, and it sparks and tosses, and a little, just a little tiny droplet hits Mother Nature on the ankle and sizzles her ankle. And Mother Nature struggles with her bonds. And Angel says, I've been thinking about what Mother Nature's power is, because she is the life giver. 
Is that right, Mother Nature? And without you here, with, with you even in my ear, was causing all this havoc. So if you were to be erased from existence with this horn of Jethro, or just injured or tossed, I could maybe I could figure out how to make this bide and open up a little doorway to hell. And if you fell into hell, what would happen to all of life? It would, wouldn't be good. And I would probably lose my life, which, alas, I'd have to deal with. But what would happen to all the little bunny rabbits and all the little creatures of the world? So I was thinking I'd, I'd make a little deal with you, Mother Nature. Hey, Angela, I, I can't be a part of this. Shh, James. You make James into a real man. And I don't mean real man like sexually. I mean a real human man. James, James is for you. She's going to make you into a human, and then we could be together, and we'll go down. Once you're human, we'll, we'll fix everything. Don't worry. But and this isn't the way to do it, Angela. This isn't... You're already... You've got Mother Nature all tied up, and... Oh, so that's not okay? Like, didn't you kidnap... How come you could... James, you, uh, you you kidnapped Hans Zimmer Gorbelli and pulled him into hell. I'm just trying to... I just want you to be a man. And then we'll go down to hell. Once you're a man, I'll help you fix everything, James. We'll go down to hell. We'll get Mr. Gorbelli. We'll make sure RW's okay and Jif. I'll even help the old employees. We'll get everything's fine. But not until you're a man. And... I'd hate to see what would happen if I lost my temper and before you even became a man and had to wipe Mother Nature out of existence, right, Mother Nature? My, Mother Nature struggles again. So, Mother Nature, is that possible to make James into a man? Mother Nature's not even sure. She has that look in her eye. She has that look in her eye like, I, I, don't, I don't know, of fear. But she, she, she nods anyway. She's good. That's what I wanted to hear. And James, what about you? Are you uh, ready and willing to become a real man? Angela, this is like a perversion of... Oh, Angela, I I don't know. Well, maybe this will change your mind. And Angela reaches out the Biden. Points it at James. That's where we're going to stop tonight. Whoa. Cliffhanger alert. I don't know what she was doing with that Biden. I don't know what she's thinking. What anybody's thinking. Maybe this is love. This is kind of things that passionate love drive people to. But we're going to stop there and we'll be back with another episode soon. Que pesos. Thanks for listening. I hope you get a good night's sleep.